We are live. JW Megawake Show. I am your host, the Candyman. And tonight, you're in for a special comedic treat. We got Denise Lee here in the box. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. We got an exciting hour ahead of us. Getting geared up for the comedy battle after the show. Also got a tiki desk a little bit later tonight. Very exciting. Busy evening for you. I know. Gosh, I know. I'm t- well, I'm sitting across from one of the busiest <laughs> comics that I've seen in the, in the Bay Area. Yeah. There's yeah. just so much going on every night, you know? It is. Yeah, there's an open mic everywhere. Everywhere. All the time. It's yeah. Just a comedy battle on the street everywhere. Oh, it's a battle. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme here. Okay. Local band did this song. Oh, awesome. Can you believe that? It. This yeah. is recorded down the street from here. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. So they're local. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow, so many talented people in San Francisco. And then yeah. there's everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, so, um, well, welcome to Mutiny Radio. No, it's not your first time here at Mutiny. I've seen you at these uh, mics. Mm. Like, over a year now maybe longer oh my gosh actually it's going to be exactly one year next month june 6th yeah that was your first time that was my first time i wonder if i was there for your first time i don't i don't think so mutiny wasn't my first first time but my first time was actually in the tenderloin yes it was on the street (laughs) on the sidewalk next to a bus stop and a used mattress and I was like, well, it can only go up from here, right? Like, That's I was great. like, it can only get better. Do you um, remember the cross streets? Yeah, it was like a Post and Geary. Yeah, right there. So yeah. I'm very familiar with yeah. that neighborhood. Yeah, it's by Edinburgh. Edinburgh, Edinburgh Castle. Edinburgh. Oh, my yeah, gosh, it's so it's like, funny that you said that. Yeah. Because um, my first apartment was right there on Geary and Polk Street, right across from Edinburgh Castle. Oh, my God. What an identity crisis of a neighborhood. Yeah, that is... Uh, they were trying to call it Lower Knob Hill. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> is Knob Hill... Yeah, I don't know if that can be called any type of Knob Hill. <laughs> yeah, you know what it is? Like, I couldn't stand the name Tender Knob. Yeah. I remember my friend was trying to, oh, you live in the Tender Knob, you know, and I was just like, eh, no. But then I realized, you know, if you live on Geary, if you tell people that live in Knob Hill that you live in Lower Knob Hill, you say you live on Geary, they're like, you live in the Tenderloin. And then people that live deep in the thick of it, like in, you know, Leavenworth and Turk mm-hmm. and that area, you, you say you live in the Tenderloin, you say you live on Geary, like, no, I'm not in the Tenderloin. Yeah, and you're just like, who am I? <laughs> that is really fun. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so that was, uh, I had a lot of friends that would come and visit, um, you know, and there was a lot of panhandlers and that, and I'd be like, you might just walk right by. I remember yeah. there was somebody that fired up a barbecue on the street right there on oh Polk gosh. between Geary and Post Street, and... My friend, a really nice friend of mine, uh-huh. was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll take one. No, like, no, 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 no. Do not make eye contact with anyone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. What a fun thing. So yeah. I, um, so, you, was, so you were just hanging out there and just did you? Yeah. So I had always thought about doing stand up. Um, so I thought about it like in the middle of the pandemic but I really didn't want to do zoom comedy because it just reminded me of work every time I hopped on you know (laughs) like I think I went to one like zoom mic where I just watched and like didn't say anything 
And I was like, this is awful. So I was like, okay, like the first mic I find in person that I can go to, I was like, I'm going to go do it. So that just happened to be the first one that I found. Um, and yeah, it was hosted by Jermaine Reeves. Wait a second. That sounds familiar. Yeah. He's been doing comedy here for a while. He's like big, tall dude. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah, I mean, yeah. What if I saw their face that I'd recognize them? You would, you would know him if you saw him. So, so yeah, that was my very, very, very first mic. And then a couple weekends later, I did OMG for the first time on a Sunday too. And then I think like that later that week I did mutiny for the first time. And I think it was maybe like my third week into comedy. Uh, and I just remember I like rolled up here and I was so nervous. I was so <laughs> nervous. I think I took like sweat pills beforehand because I was like, I'm so terrified. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a lot of guts. Yeah. Well also I think, yeah, it, it was less that and more just like, everyone around me was so good and i was like oh i just don't want to like you know look terrible next to them you know so yeah yeah but in terms of like actually going up there and like talking i'm like i have no more dignity left you know so (laughs) (laughs) whatever i have nothing to lose (laughs) yeah yeah i um someone convinced me to do an open mic comedy and um, mm-hmm. I don't know. My I guess it's kind of ironic because it's Mother's Day weekend. Yeah. But my mom just loved the poop and fart jokes. No she just, way. She oh, that was her thing growing up. It was just like that was oh the my joke. Gosh. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's so funny. Yeah. What a fun way to grow up. <laughs> <laughs> so I just basically went up there, told a bunch of jokes that maybe when I was a kid, and my mom, you know, maybe we thought it was funny. But yeah. Everyone just, there was actually some people thought it was funny. Yeah. But yeah, I basically yeah. just want to, um, talked about basically like a, you know, a poopy pants story. That's <laughs> amazing. I love those types of jokes. So was that like the first and only time you did it or you kept doing it? I did it a couple other times. Yeah. And so I'm more of a guitar player. And, um, that makes sense. For me, when I go into these open mics or music open mics, mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of these open mics I go to, they're mixed open mics, but it yeah, becomes a. A lot of times it could become a guitar fest. Yeah. And so um, what I did, I was just like, I, when I did another open mic for like music and like you play a different song because, you know, it's open mic. That's, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the same people that are there. Mm-hmm. So I tried out kind of a different set every time that I did it. And, oh, wow. And um, yeah, I think, I don't know, I feel like it's good to have like a solid, you know, foundation I was just kind of all over the place and yeah yeah just in terms of like trying new things versus like refining like stuff that you have or yeah 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 I feel that way too I struggle with that a lot it's like you know um yeah I feel like I always have to like come up with new stuff but then also I'm like okay like what about like all the old stuff too I'm like I should probably work on making those better but I think it's awkward sometimes because like sometimes open mics are like only other comics and everyone's heard your jokes before so you just feel a little self-conscious like saying the same things over and over again yeah 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 i've seen a lot of or some comedians in this open mic community that they have like a similar set but maybe they kind of tweak it a little bit so it's a little bit different yeah 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 so when i first started out i tried to do like a new set every week and then i quickly learned that that was not the way to go 
Yeah. So now I try and do like, you know, some of the same jokes with a couple tweaks and then I'll maybe have like one new joke that I try that usually doesn't work. And then I'm like, all right, (laughs) moving on. Try it out, you know? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Well, this is so exciting to have you here. I know you got this show tonight that you're, where, where's that? Yeah. So I have uh, two shows tonight at Cheaper Than Therapy. Uh, So it's at the Shelton Theater. But yeah, it's it's apparently uh, one of the really good shows that in San Francisco. Uh, apparently, like a lot of tourists will go because it's by Union Square. Uh, so yeah, I'm super pumped. I think it's gonna be a little uh, new. Yeah, look at that. You know, yeah. it was like right when you said you were pumped. Yeah, I was like, like, all bang. right, your phone is pumped for me too. Yeah, it is. Yeah, well, everyone's phone is pumped for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. I always feel a little conflicted whenever I do, um, whenever I get an opportunity to do a set at like a really like well-known or like well-regarded place, you know, like on one hand, I'm like, wow, like this is such an exciting opportunity. And then on the other hand, I'm like, oh my gosh, am I setting myself up for failure? You know, I'm like, I don't, this could really go either way. Yeah, so the yeah. cheaper and thirty. So that's by Union Square. So do you know the exact address? Uh, is it Sutter? I think it might be Sutter. Either Sutter right, or Post. Let's see. Um, yeah, it's on Sutter. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Yeah, five three three Sutter. It was five probably, three three Sutter tonight. Yes, yes, yes. Eight and ten p.m. Oh wow! So you're going on twice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Holy it'll be exciting. Shit. Yeah. Well, the good thing is I live super close by. I live on Bush and Leavenworth. No so, way. Yeah. We have. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that conversation. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a short oh little walk. Gosh. Yeah, I'll have to carry my pepper spray for sure <laughs> when I walk home. But <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice. just all downhill for you. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Very exciting. So I was gonna play uh, this track. Actually, this band um, played on this oh. Rose Hayes list um, okay. last night. It's the first time I actually heard them. And uh, this song, or this band is called Breathing Room, and this is Opaque. This is one of their uh, songs, and we'll be back. We'll be back. Okay, bye.
that is Breathing Room. They just had played at the Rickshaw Stop last night. That was an amazing show and a great um, light show as well. Oh, I think I saw it on your Instagram story. Yeah, I was freaking out. I wasn't even, you know, I didn't even really drink. I was just like hanging out sober and yeah. I was just enjoying the show. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so, um, yeah, wow. There it is. Wow, we got the people outside coming a part of the show here. I know, I know. I think they're walking home from school. They have little backpacks on. <laughs> yeah, so you know yeah. what the, um, I know we were talking about studio living. Yeah, yeah studio living in San Francisco. It's, it's interesting because I'm from Texas, so <laughs> yes. I am used to a lot of space for not a lot of rent. Uh, so coming out here, that was definitely a huge shock where I was like, oh, okay. Square footage is a thing people need to consider. Um, but yeah, it's it's crazy. Like whenever I go home, um, I tell my friends, yeah, like I finally got my own studio apartment. It's like 350 square feet. <laughs> like I'm like, I'm living. And they're just like, that is the size of my closet. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that is, um, that's pretty fun. I had something similar too. Um, with mm-hmm. the studio, and so when I came back from college, yeah, I got a job in the city distributing mm-hmm. coffee to offices. Okay, and I was commuting from Walnut Creek at first, and that was just tough. Oh man, it was yeah. really tough into the city. Yeah, every day. Yeah, oh, man. And then we started a band. I started a band in Oakland. We had a uh, brash metal band in uh, in Oakland. We had mm-hmm. a jam rehearsal space in Oakland Music Complex. So I moved from on the creek to oakland mm. and then i was like okay i'm gonna make the move i need it yeah. and i couldn't justify moving out to the richmond or moving out to the sunset mm. at the time because i was just like well it'd be closer to commute from oakland yeah <laughs> I, honestly though yeah and so i i got this little studio apartment on geary street yeah and i remember i got it because it was a good deal it had a heck of a view mm-hmm. but it was a tiny little spot yeah yeah um, I'm a sucker for a view. Yeah, you. Uh, yeah, I mean, your apartment right now has like a great view, right? <laughs> so the other one. So I know you're. Yeah. I'm downtown too. So my yeah. my place downtown had a skyline view. Oh my gosh, and, that's amazing. But it was yeah, it was really a small place, and I got to a certain point. I'm like, okay, I'm like, you know, I've been here for four years. I planned. I was planning on just being a temporary thing where I lived. And I was like, but it seemed like this rent went up tremendously right after that yeah yeah so you had rent control until then yeah so yeah, that's I, key i know i mean you mentioned maybe you or other people out there listening in like maybe in a little studio and you're kind of looking around and so that's what happened to me i got a yeah. certain place i'm like you know i think i should have a one-bedroom place yeah i remember thinking that like you're like i deserve that <laughs> yeah yeah so i was looking for every one-bedroom place available okay and um i saw this ad uh-huh. i didn't tell you the same thing no you didn't Okay, so I saw this ad, and so my landlords are from China, okay. and so they're great, and yeah. you know, their English is their second language or third language. Mm-hmm. So, um, in the subject line, it said one bedroom, large private desk, like a desk that you sit in. That is hilarious. But they meant large private deck. Oh. And they were calling where I live, Bernal Heights. Okay. Which okay. is like, for me, like El Rio and being on Mission Street and... I never consider it to be Bernal Heights. I consider yeah. that to be like outer mission. So oh, okay. between the private desk and them calling 
at Bernal Heights, mm-hmm. and I'm talking with my hands open, so people can't see. Yeah. Um, I was like, this is for sure a scam. The next email they're going to send me is for me to wire them $6,000 overseas. Right, exactly. And, um, and no, they said that they were going to do an open house. I was still skeptical, but then I looked it up on Google Earth. I'm like, this is real. This is the rarest thing ever. Yeah. And I showed up. I must have been the only person to show up with approval income and a credit score. Oh, my gosh. How yeah. long ago was this? This is 2016. 2016. Okay, okay. Wow. So you've been December. there for a while. Five years, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Because I moved here in, I moved to San Francisco in 2016. And I remember, like, prices were, apartments were expensive then. Like, I think the it's most really expensive tough. I've ever seen. Yeah, it was yeah. like, thinking at one point like how could it possibly get any more expensive it was like forty two hundred dollars like at nema there was like forty two hundred dollars for a um studio and i'm just like for a studio that is i mean absolutely what they were going for like they have a gym they have a pool they have all this Mm. complimentary yeah i don't even know i couldn't i couldn't never justify it but i was like what's gonna what could possibly make the rent prices go down i remember thinking um I was like, the pandemic, I guess. You were like, what kind of global travesty needs to occur? <laughs> and that is what happened. So we are coming up here on 420 in the box here with Denise Lee, getting geared up for a comedy battle after the show. And um, Cheaper Than Therapy here at yes. 8 o'clock. That's at 533 Sutter Street. We also have a tiki desk later. It's going to be Dr. Stryker's last show with a full band before moving to L.A., which is very exciting. And we're going to be, since it's heating up, we're going to be cooling it down with some cool jazz. We're opening up the lines here, 415-550-0511. Yes, 415-550-0511. Catch you soon. Beauty Radio, this is the Candy Man. Uh, hey, this is uh, Blake from Kids Eat Free. Kids Eat Free is on the line here. Wow. Hello. How's it going? You excited for this tiki desk tonight? Oh, absolutely. It's going to be a wonderful time. A lovely evening. I can't wait. I've heard some of your stuff online. I think we're going to be playing uh, one of your tracks here. Um, got a comedian in the box here, Denise Lee. Hi. Cra- Hi, Denise. Cracking jokes. Lovely to meet you. Lovely to meet you too yeah. over the radio. <laughs> yeah, it's really I'm really excited to uh to be your host this evening. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm excited to be hosted, you know? <laughs> it's, it's rare that I, I I get hosted instead of being the host. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Still a lot better than meeting a ghost. <laughs> that's true that is very true oh my that's gosh better. that's yeah. really fun yeah I'm a, I'm a huge Britney Spears fan Stryker knows oh yeah yeah I love Britney Spears as well like I am unapologetically uh, I love her music I love the two Swedish guys that wrote most of it <laughs> um, what's your favorite Britney song got some bangers yeah, she does. Yeah. What do you have a favorite Britney song? I know that's kind of tough. Uh, 
mean, I love Toxic, you know. I, uh, I mean, that's why toxic. I covered it. Because, like, I sincerely love that song. Oh, that's um, a good one. Good choice. Good choice. But I also really like uh, Give Me More. I, like I that love, a lot. love that song. That, that is, is one of my favorites. Give me, give me more. Uh, <laughs> that's the best. Yeah, Britney's yeah. my fave. Bringing Britney back. Yeah. Love that. She never went away, and now she's free. It's she's incredible. She's amazing. Uh, you know, she's free to be her own person, and I love it. And I have been checking out her Instagram, and she posts some very interesting things. Oh my God, her Instagram is hilarious. I love, I love going through it. So yeah, Brittany, Brittany's horny on Maine now, and I'm here <laughs> for it. That is awesome. Yeah. So, um, is it true? Gosh, I don't even know what to believe. Did you see that she potentially? have another one on the way did i see that or is that a false rumor i don't know if she's having another baby i know she's engaged I know to she's who? like you know i don't know she's got a new man in her life and uh and they're very much in love but i don't think i don't think she's gotten knocked up yet yeah i don't think I, it was god i knew it was not true i knew it was i hate to use the word not fake news but it's like i saw it pop up somewhere but britney yeah, she's always doing it. Yeah, so I, um, we're really excited to have you tonight on the Tiki Desk. I uh, can't wait to see you. We're going to be blasting this Britney Spears song for everyone. I got, oh, a, yes. I got a bunch of treats I'm going to be bringing to the show here. Oh, sweet. Well, awesome, you know, man. Uh, yeah, it should be a fun time. We bring, we bring some fun stuff as well. We have some things planned for this evening that should be entertaining for the whole audience just beyond the, beyond the song. So. Very Amazing. fun. Amazing. Great. Awesome. Well, we're going to blare this track, and I'll see you in a couple hours here. That sounds lovely. All right. I'll see you. Have a safe uh, commute. Right. <laughs> nice meeting I you. I'll do my best. All right. Happy 420. Happy 420. Hell yeah. All right. Very fun. So, so fun. we are going to blast this Britney cover. Oh, my God. I love it. Which song? It? Or is it a surprise? It's toxic. Oh, uh, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe it could be a somewhat surprise. Yeah. Surprise. Hey. Happy 420, everyone out there on the airwaves. That is uh, Kids Eat Free. I just had called in. They're going to be playing a Tiki Desk tonight. We're going to be live streaming that from the Mutiny Radio Instagram, uh, Mutiny Radio SF. And, and this cool jazz. Wow. Right for you. Right before the drum solo. Kids eat free Mutiny Radio FM. Yeah. 
Kids Eat Free Live Mutiny Radio FM. They were going to be at the Tiki Desk tonight. And um, yeah, got Denise Lee here in the box getting ready for some cheaper therapy tonight. Eight o'clock, that 10 o'clock. That is true. That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't, can't guarantee, you know, any therapizing will be done, but uh, it'll be good. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, no, I'm so excited that you have Tiki Desk tonight. It's always so much fun whenever I get to go. <laughs> Did I ever tell you this story? And no. I know you've been there before. It's so fun. Yeah. Um, so did I tell you how it started? No, you didn't. No, so tell me. It was during the pandemic. Okay. And so I used to host house parties before. Mm-hmm. And I always had the bands and the artists on the other side. Here I am talking with my hands again. Mm-hmm. Um, like out on the deck? Or? On the deck, yeah. Got so I have this it. stage actually yeah. on their side. So before I used to have all the you know, bands, you know, play over there on that side of the, the deck because there was a stage there. Well, over the pandemic, we had somebody call into the station here. It was a June 12th, 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, I think everyone was kind of going through that in mm-hmm. March thinking that things are going to reopen in three weeks and then three months go by and you're just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah. Uh, so then... They had called in, this uh, local band called in with this new record that just came out with, and I was joking around with them, just like mm-hmm. on the air. Like, hey, you guys want to play a, you know, set up my, on my rooftop, we could live stream it. Yeah. And so there was a duo, and so they had all these drum pads and oh, that's super synths. Cool. Yeah. And so they normally have a table mm-hmm. that they put it out on, but since it was a pandemic and there was only like four or five people there, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, could we set up on your tiki bar? Oh. And so... At one point during their set, they had said that this is Tiki Desk Concerts. Interesting. So they kind of coined that term? Yeah. Oh. Tiki Coin. Yeah. I, I got Tiki Coin, too. Oh, yeah. my God. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so fun. That's why it's called that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I try to give them yeah. credit for it, but they, they refused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so fun. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm always, like, so interested. Like, how do you, like, find the people who go to desk because it's always like the best people like so supportive like always like you know super engaged and i'm like this is very rare and they're just somehow like in your living room yeah it's it's really interesting it's very organic and so what i did actually it was before it became tiki desk it was a house party it's funny enough it was mother's day weekend mm-hmm. like four years ago mm-hmm. i went out around to the neighbors you know i worked for C's candies mm-hmm. and I went around to the neighbors, wished them all happy Mother's Day and said, hey, you know, I'm having my mom over. We're going to have a couple bands, you know, and gave my my card and mm-hmm. told them to let us know who's going to call the cops and someone and their mom. Right. right? Exactly. 
Exactly. That's too wholesome. <laughs> yeah, I really, you know, I I think that was a I have some friends that have done the opposite thing. They didn't tell anyone and they just had a bunch of bands over and then people called the cops and like yeah. the first impression that they have of that person is like this loud noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's so, a bummer. Yeah, so yeah. um so it became a neighborhood thing. Okay. Oh. And um and then because we have such a great supportive art community, you know, there's a lot of um, people out there that are doing similar things, like, you know, like Twin Peaks Sessions. I don't know if you've heard of them. No, I've never heard of them. Um, Helen Street Mixer, Complex SF. Um, wow. There's all these, like, places that are doing something with it. I don't like the term DIY, but mm-hmm. that, I mean, for lack of a better, mm-hmm. yeah, like a do-it-yourself kind of thing. And yeah. so there was one of these um, places. It might have been Helen Street Mixer. Shout out to them. They're in Oakland. Oh, okay, okay. And, um they said that they had an artist in town from mm. New York. Okay. And they said, you know, they're looking to play a show somewhere. Do you, you know, could they do a Tiki Desk concert? I'm like, yeah. sure, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, exactly. And so with that, because my place, you know, became a neighborhood thing, because especially now with the bands and comedy was a little bit easier to get away with, but mm-hmm. with, like, music, it seemed like, yeah. Yeah. Um, that... It was a place to go and play music for mm-hmm. people and be socially distanced. Right. And, and yeah, so basically how I how I got the people there, I think it just organically happened and we have a supportive yeah. art community and um the, the thing I'm doing with the, the Vetmo thing is like mm-hmm. a fun way to kind of get outside of our outer our tight knit, like open mic community mm-hmm. and maybe some people that are, you know, see it they're like oh yeah Vemo tiki desk and then mm-hmm. like there's been people that i've met for the first time that i didn't even they didn't even know anyone <laughs> like i didn't even yeah. know anyone and they show up and there's been people that have been said that like this is the best time i've had in a long time and i'm just like yeah. i feel like i'm kind of teary-eyed i'm like this is pretty cool <laughs> like, no it's awesome it's awesome i still remember the first time i showed up i was like this is cool and i was like and wow like they're all so like Aged and supportive i was like wow this is a new feeling i have not felt before at most places you know doing comedy i remember so, yeah. yeah i remember that i remember the first time yeah because we had the spotlights i think that might have been the first yeah. time i had this trio come over oh really and okay. and before like i was doing it during the daytime and then it was summertime it was like it was a little warmer outside mm-hmm. I'm like i need spotlights and yeah. so that was the first night that i had the spotlights yeah and you were there. It was great. Like, yeah. It was great. I thought you had been doing it forever, so <laughs> had no idea it was the first time. <laughs> Seemed very experienced. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, man. Good times. Yeah. yeah. So it, beca- it became a tradition of, like, cooking up a bunch of food and then having neighbors and, yeah. and people over. So I got myself, you know, cooking, um, being the host and letting people in my place, live streaming, yeah. doing the audio and the lighting. Yeah, and then I'm like... Yeah. So my friends are looking at me. It's like, hey, Genoey, are you, you're kind of doing a lot. <laughs> yeah, you are. I'm like always impressed. You're like cooking like a full pig or what was it you made that one time? Was that? um? It was like a full roast. It was a roasted animal, <laughs> but I do not remember which animal. Was it chicken? Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps. We started, a couple of our neighbors, we started making this a uh, chicken rub. You're not okay. a, are you vegetarian? No. Thank God. Okay. 
yeah. <laughs> proceed. Oh, we got somebody else calling in right now. Oh, I wonder amazing. who it is. Candyman Mutiny Radio, Denise Lee. Oh, Mutiny Radio FM. This is the Candyman, Denise Lee in the box. Hello. Hey, how's it going? Who's this? Uh, you're really quiet, JW. Oh, who is it? Oh, it's Stryker. Hey, it's yeah, it's Stryker. How are you? How are you doing? Hey, I'm sitting back in the box with a comedian right now. Uh, I can like barely hear you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you are you ready to have a massive rager at your house? Yes. Yeah, it's gonna happen. I'm so excited for you guys. Good. Yeah, I mean, so I'm literally... calling about to see if you're ready. <laughs> yeah. So I actually had told. Um, I don't know if I told you I, I was at the show last night. Oh, wow, I forgot you have a hot rod. You're driving the drop with the top down. Um, yeah, this just turned into a mobile podcast. I love this it. is great. So I went around to all the neighbors yesterday with an, another neighbor, and we went around and wished everyone a happy Mother's Day and gave them cupcakes. Oh, did you make the cupcakes? I did not. I went to, well, I feel like, I don't know. I mean, like, if it's packaged and sealed, I felt a little better about yeah, that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I had said, hey, you know, we'll try to be done by 10. And they said, play as late as you want. Oh, wow. It's just like, we're, we're still going to try to, you know, but all right. you Anyone out there listening in um, the St. Mary's Park neighborhood? Um, happy Mother's Day to everyone out there um, in the Bay Area moms and beyond. We got Stryker on the, the line right now. Um, going to be your last show with a full band before going to L.A. Yeah. Wow. How lucky we are. Yeah, it's gonna be gonna be a lot of fun. Got people back together, and uh, I'm ready. Yeah, well, I we're very excited. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, kids eats free. I can't wait to see that. I would fucking that toxic. Yeah. That, that I, you know, I'm a huge Britney fan. I'm a huge Britney <laughs> fan. So yeah. I, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So we'll see you here in a couple hours, and um, really looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. All we'll right. See you soon, JW. I'll Good see luck. you on the rooftop. See you. All right. <laughs> Cheers. Wow. Wow. You're so popular. You're popular. <laughs> Just getting calls oh, back to God. back. You know what? Milk bar. You know what? Milk bar. What a place. <laughs> I went, so I ran into you at Milk Bar on Tuesday. So yes. I love hates debates. Do you? I, you know? Yeah. Okay, hates, okay. Or is it hates or it hate hate street debates yeah debates. it's hate hates debates i think it's yes i think it's possessive i don't know anyway hate debates it was hate my debates. Yeah. with my friend a couple of my friends to get some sushi oh. and um actually the inner sunset and i'm like oh i'm here and i went for a walk with the guitar i was just kind of no, <laughs> yeah so i mean i know so that's another thing too i mean so you're an artist you live in san francisco yeah. i feel like you Almost like for me, I'm just speaking for myself. You almost kind of got to be a nerd. You got to be able to like have a job and make money yes. <laughs> to like survive, and then be an artist. Like, yeah, yeah, I am just exhausted all the time. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. what I realized too, I got slammed for the day day job. Yeah. And I was like, I'm more active before, and I was running around, and you know, and then I got slammed, and then I just was so exhausted at the end of the day. So. I just that day it was Tuesday. I just decided to go for a very long walk to meet some friends in the inner sunset yeah. for sushi. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, I'm here. 
And then I walked into Milk Bar. I had no idea that, and you're there. And then all these people I hadn't seen. I'm just like, yeah. Oh, so great. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shelby hosted too. Shelby hosted. Because Connor's in LA. Yeah. Connor is living it up in LA. Uh, is he for yeah. down there for? I think he's there for like a week just for fun, maybe. Maybe do some shows. Yeah, I'm not sure, but he is living his life. Uh, I hosted for him yesterday, too, for the uh, the Thursday show. Oh, so. the Milk Bar? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, yeah. I mean, I love Milk Bar. Like, every time I walk in, I'm just like, this is a special place, you know? Yeah, yeah it's such a great place to just hang out with people. It um, just felt like home. I don't it know. Really I mean, does. like, it is. I mean, like, we see each other, and it's just yeah. like... When smell. I see, I mean, I mean, you're nice, you know, and you don't really seem like you have a drug addiction or, or anything. So. Yet. <laughs> Yet. I am only almost one year into comedy, you know, so I've been told that uh, as the years progress, the drug addictions will develop. So I'm excited to see what my future holds. <laughs> don't think I've seen a drug before in my life. So. Oh my gosh, that was funny because you were yeah. talking about right when we, when we you know. When you came on the show, uh-huh. just like 40, 40 minutes ago, yeah, yeah. you're talking about when you did your first set in the Tenderloin. Oh my god! Like on Geary Street, Geary yeah. and Cole Street. So I remember I was with a friend, uh-huh. and I just got the keys to my apartment. I was yeah. with a friend. I was walking mm-hmm. up Polk Street. Yep. And I was, you know, I was with a friend that was a girl. We were just friends. Yeah. And um, this guy, he's like Crystal, Crystal, and I'm just like, I'm not Crystal, and she's not Crystal. And then I realized he was trying to sell me crystal. Oh, shit. Wait, that is actually hilarious. It was real. That is hilarious. That should be a joke. (laughs) That is amazing. Yeah. No, I don't know. I don't know what that looks like either. That's crazy. Just kind of peddling out crystal meth. Like, to everyone on the streets. Yeah. It's just, um, it's incredible. Open Um, air market, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty wild there. You know, I felt like, and the Tenderloin is a big cop- topic of conversation, it seems like. I'm not, maybe not as an, yeah. anymore now because I don't live there. Yeah. But it, it still is like, okay, the Tenderloin, like, oh, the Tenderloin. I don't know. I, yeah. it, I, um, I noticed that. So I had a friend so that lived on the other side of Geary, mm. about 25 feet away from me mm-hmm. on the other side of the street. And it was a, like a different world because there was a bus stop. There was a bus stop, so there'd be a lot of these questionable people that were mm-hmm. at the bus stop yeah. waiting to get picked up, like, right in front of their door. Oh, and that was 25 feet away from me, and I was just like, yeah, you could be, like, in a, you know, in the Tenderloin, in the good, on the bad side of the street, or the good side of the street, you yeah, know? Yeah, you never know. Yeah. No, that area is interesting, but it's actually, like, a lot safer than I had originally anticipated, uh, which makes me feel a lot better. Uh, I was told that because people want to continue their drug dealings, <laughs> they try not to cause too much of a stir and a ruckus, so they probably won't, you know, attack you or anything because they don't want the cops to come and like bust their drug business on the side too. So, I'm like that's comforting. I will say once I was so whenever I go to OMG, I'll just walk from my place because it's like a 15 minute walk. It's not too bad. Yeah. But when I first started walking there, I was, like, always kind of scared. So I would, like, bring pepper spray. And then once I was, like, walking and this lady saw me and she just yells at me. She's like, nobody wants to steal from you anyway. And, like, I was 
Yeah, she saw the pepper spray. She was like, yeah, you hold that pepper spray. No one wants to steal from you anyway. I was like, oddly comforted, but like also a little insulted. <laughs> I was like, I don't know how to feel right now. So what, you just had it in your hand? I just had it in my You're hand. You're just ready for it. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I was like, at all times, I was like, I am on guard. And she she reassured me that I was not a prime target. So yeah. I was like, that's nice. I'm like, I look impoverished. So <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend uh, whose dad um, was a um, officer that worked at like a prison or something. And he had pepper spray. And he said that no matter what you did, like you would try to get it in there. But it gets everywhere. And I never yeah. thought of it because luckily I've never like had to use pepper spray. And I don't have it except for this one time. Where I was holding that someone's pepper spray I had in my pocket. It was someone that gave it to me, and I needed to hold on to it for them. And I somehow managed to get a little bit of pepper spray on my finger. Oh no! And it was, you know, and I got it and I, like touched my eye. Oh no! And I remember I was asleep. I was trying to sleep, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" I'm like, it would be really messed up if that. If it, yeah. If it went into your eye. Wait. So did you continue sleeping, or? It became a part of like my dream very tough yeah i was like my eye was like <laughs> that's uh, hilarious and i was like trying to sleep and i was like oh no i was like you were like ah but i'm not gonna get it, up i didn't realize what it was i was just like yeah. my eyes kind of and then i was like i put it together yeah you're like oh it's burning and that's something that's happening yeah i've never actually used my pepper spray before so i hope if i needed to use it you know just like instincts would kick in you know so yeah so i know i mean i kind of i lived Kind of similar right there. So for me, and you know, you could walk to OMG. And anybody that hasn't been to OMG, Muni Radio, we do the um, open mic there on Tuesdays. Yeah. That's actually one of my favorites. There's some of the ambiance of that place. I know, look at that look on your face. It's so funny. <laughs> Wish you could have gone. Yeah, I don't know. I just feel there's something about that stage and the spotlight that I, I really like. Yeah. It's pretty tough. It's a, a, a character-building experience, I will say. So it was funny, too, because I would take BART, you know, when yeah. I lived in that neighborhood. Yeah. And I was kind of smack dab. I mean, you might be a little bit closer to Powell Street. For me, it was like kind of right in the middle, mm-hmm. like to go to Civic Center and to go to Powell Street. Yeah. Oh, and so, there. yeah, so Powell Street, to go to Powell Street is, you know, it's just a bunch of tourists and it's, mm-hmm. it's cool. And then if you wanted to go to Civic Center BART, it was like Lord of the Rings. You had to get past yeah. the Goblin to get there. I couldn't figure <laughs> out. So funny. I couldn't figure out what this poor, not I don't know, this person was saying. I didn't. I was, it turns out he was saying hi. Oh. He's like hi, 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 and I was just like, what? I just. And um, you tried to clarify with him. You didn't just keep going. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I was like, um, yeah. I don't know. I was. It was tough, and I because you know I was raised on a cattle ranch. There mm-hmm. wasn't very many people living on the street there that's fair yeah, so, yeah except maybe the cows though. except for the cows yeah. yeah and so to see that i was pretty taking i was pretty shocked yeah i mean in texas where you're from like was it they had it a little bit more together as far as people living on the street or yeah i mean i think it really depends on like where you are like uh i grew up in dallas but like in the suburbs so like in the suburbs like obviously like you don't really see that many people on the streets uh but like where i went to school in houston like in the rougher parts of town you would see a few more but it's nothing like san francisco nothing at all yeah Um, like i've heard it's like probably the worst out here that people have seen so i'm like okay well again 
starting from the bottom and only get better from here, right? So, yeah. I yeah. can imagine growing up in Texas. Yeah, it was interesting, honestly. Like, I don't think I realized until I moved out here, like, how different it was. You know, just, uh, I mean, like, I grew up in the suburbs, so I feel like it, the suburbs of a really big city, Dallas. So I feel like it was probably, like, you know, pretty normal, I guess. But definitely, like, there are some things that, like, I just thought were normal, you know, like, you know, everyone's very religious. Uh, a lot of people don't think climate change is real, like my classmates in, in school. So I was like, I thought that was just part of the deal. And then I came out here and I was like, oh, okay, people are educated. So that's nice. Uh, that's really interesting. I actually was, for me, the first time I went to Texas, I um, it was during the springtime. Mm -hmm. So around this time. And it was back gosh, a while ago. I went to go visit a friend and their family. Mm -hmm. um, and we went to Galveston. Oh. Houston, yeah. Which is not a beach. Yeah. Even well, though they say it is. You know what's funny about it? Is that I heard so many bad things because it was like the Gulf of Mexico. Like yeah. it's chocolate milk or whatever. Yeah. And it wasn't that day. It was just like the perfect day. I felt like I was in Hawaii. And somebody. What? I know. Yeah. Somebody had told me. They're like, hey. This is the nicest day of the last nicest two weeks of the oh year. Oh my gosh! Whenever I think of Galveston, I just think I just think like gray. It's like gray water, gray sky, <laughs> everything gray, gray attitudes. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, oh my gosh, that is. That's what I thought the beach was for the longest time. Yeah, and so I I just kind of imagined being a you know Bay Area California kid that yeah. going to Texas would just be a bunch of cowboys with um you know horses in the desert or yeah, something. Yeah, and then you realize oh people are dressed normal and they drive cars too. Yeah, I <laughs> for do, the most part. I do think, and I have a couple of friends that have moved out in kind of the outskirts of Dallas and, mm -hmm. and Houston. Yeah, and um, I mean it's just a much more affordable there, and so, so much. I went there the first, the best two weeks of the year as far as weather-wise. I've heard some horror stories. About, yeah. like, the but, summer? Yeah. Yeah, the summer in Houston especially is just horrible because it's not just hot, it's also humid. So that's a whole thing to deal with. I'm trying to breathe in a steam room. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, though, yeah, I think I really take a San Francisco weather for granted sometimes. Like, even though I complain about, you know, Windy, but the summer in San Francisco was pretty good. Pretty good, all things considered. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting. And so I'm going to actually play another one of these tracks, and oh, we're going to be back here. This is a breathing room. Um, yeah, this is – you know what I love about bands and, and comedians? Yes. Or any kind of artist that you're going to go see? If you're going to go see that band – there's usually a couple other artists that are on the list. Yeah. So I never even heard of this band. Yeah. I was like, man, this is cool. But this song, yeah. So this call, this song is called "You've Got a Hold on Me." Oh, cute. That sounds really cute. Yeah. This breathing room, Muni Radio FM.
So that is breathing room. You can imagine that um, the lead singer and you had the keyboardist that I thought it was really fun. Yeah. yeah I kind of figure awesome. out who that light show was. Yeah. So I, I, I know you're getting geared up for this, uh, this uh, comedy at cheaper therapy uh, later. Super excited about it. It's going to be a ton of fun. So yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on to oh the God, show. Thank you so much for having me, JW. This was a blast. It was really great. Yeah, yeah. Glad I got to hear a little bit more you know, I about know. the about just the hustle, the tenderloin, and the mattresses, and <laughs> you know, <laughs> staying oh. humble. <laughs> yeah. So that is 533 Sutter Street tonight, yes. 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock and 10 o'clock. Yes, so, yeah, you could go to Tiki Desk and then... There's so many options. Uh, yeah. That's the thing is, now yeah, there's yeah. so many options. Yeah, I know, I know. So many things you can do. Like 2020, there was like, Tiki Desk is... There's nothing else to do. Right? Yeah, maybe it's because lucky. I live there. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, you lived at Tiki Desk. I remember... Gosh, I, I went to LA in June yeah. 2020 because they started opening up a little bit sooner. Thinking that, like, I'm going to go there and yeah, but then it, things were half open and like, wow. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, I feel like we're Feels start- good now. Yeah, I'm trying not to take it all for granted now, you know? I'm like, all right, like, enjoy this. Because who knows what might happen next year, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Great. Well, we got Denise Lee here, um, Muni Radio FM. And yeah, I'm, I'll make sure to, uh, to make a post. And Amazing. You got that show on Sunday, too. Got that show on Neck Sunday. Yeah, Crazy Funny Asians at Neck of the Woods. Crazy Funny Asians. Crazy Funny Asians. The people on the show are Asian. <laughs> so I don't know. I think they're running out of people, though. So I mean, they might start recruiting from like tangential races. I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Neck of the Woods. You know what? So I actually never told anyone this story. I was with a friend and she does reporting for okay. attorneys. Okay. And she invited me out to this cocktail hour okay. in Oakland. Okay. And I was joking. I was like, hey, you know what? It's like, I'm going to tell. And it was an Asian co- I mean, lawyer attorney cocktail hour. I'm like, hey, I'm just going to go with it and pretend like I'm an attorney. An Asian attorney? Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. How did that go? I said that um, my mom was. A half Chinese that is so funny they believe me oh my god yeah you do you do kind of have an attorney vibe honestly really yeah it's a compliment it's a compliment (laughs) like very put together do it look like you can do a good crossword puzzle (laughs) good cross examination (laughs) yeah so I um yeah so it was a joke that turned real um and everyone thought that I was really an attorney and then it got awkward they start quizzing you? No, no, it was good. I was able to pull it off. I said I went to UC Berkeley Law. Oh, wow. Oh, you um, gave yourself a good... I was joking. A good alma mater. I was, <laughs> the problem is, is that's why maybe I the whole comedian thing wouldn't work for me. Because it's um, it's just... Uh, it's too much, you know? It's like... Uh, people can't tell... When I'm being serious, people think I'm joking. And then mm-hmm. when I'm joking, people think I'm being serious. Oh. So it's, it's like... People would just stare at me. I feel like if I try to do the stand-up comedy thing, people would just stare at me. Awkwardly. I would laugh. I would laugh. I would love to see your stand-up one day, JW. But I also love your guitar playing. 
so oh that's know. right did yeah, you was that the first time you heard me play i think so yeah. yeah i was like oh my goodness so multi-talented he makes chicken rub <laughs> he <laughs> plays the guitar he sets up lights <laughs> that was so funny yeah. there was that what was it the that was right that was josh koski's birthday that um that comedy jazz thing that we did and chris nosco had I become part of his set where he's talking about how I was frying up the firing up the grill. <laughs> it's, like, it's like he said he's never been at a show where somebody was manning the grill. <laughs> I do always feel like you are like tending to a cooked animal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was hilarious. All right, you all, thanks for tuning in. Uh, Sunk Lightning, that is my Candyman theme. We're going to be playing back um, Dr. Stryker and getting geared up for the Tiki Das concert. So stay tuned. I must be evil. All I want is cash. Power, sex, money. I own your ass. I'm a pimp. Hate me in your life. Power, sex, money. I own your wife. I'm a beast. Gonna watch you bleed. Power, sex, money. I take what you need. I'm a liar. You think I'm kind. Power, sex, money. I own your mind. I am your sex, I am your lover, I am your ex, I am your brother, I am your boss, I am your power, I am your boss, I am your father. We have become a man. We have become a 
him hard Like everything I own Power, sex, money My body is porn I fuck my money Dominate my bills Power, sex, money Drill, drill, drill I am hungry I own your dinner Power, sex, money I am the winner I am strong You're my biggest fan Power, sex, money I am the man I am your sex I am your lover Tune in to Tiki Dust Concert, Dr. Stryker's last full band show before going to L.A. We'll be playing back Dr. Stryker, getting geared up for the show.
Money came to talk to me last night. Money came to live with me last night. Money is love in abundance. Money is faith and acceptance. Money loves to live with its family. Faith, trust, power, lust. 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 Gratitude for the giving. Money is freedom for the willing. Money is your sister and your brother. Money is your lover and your mother. Money loves to live with its family. Faith, trust, power, lust. 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 I'm gonna fuck you cuz love is too tame. I'm gonna fuck you cuz love is too tame. I'm gonna fist you cuz love is too tame. 
I'm gonna fuck you cause love is too tame my fingers on your clit oh yeah and then i make you suck my dick i put my knuckles up your cunt and then i rub you like you want yeah i got you deep in my grip i'm gonna fuck you cause love is insane we smoked a little bit of Till you're done yeah. I got you Down in my bed I'm gonna fuck you Cause love is the tape I'm gonna fuck you Cause love is the tape I'm gonna fuck you Cause love is the tape I'm gonna fist you Cause love is the tape I'm gonna fuck you Cause love is the Getting geared up for this tiki desk here. Tune into Muni Radio SF. I don't believe that we have sinned for the full concert. There is no God. I don't believe in finite time because love will go on. I don't accept that we chose this. We were so.
right. In the box. Candyman in the box. We got this new house guitar. We're gonna play a song. As they're getting geared up for Tiki Desk. Got a bamboo rod and a zen garden. Got a bamboo rod and a zen garden. Got a tiki bar on a rooftop with a bunch of rock and roll stars. Got a bunch of comedians on the way. Got Pam Benjamin. At a baseball game. Wow, this is actually pretty nice, pretty fun guitar, huh? Nothing to it. There's no life I know. Like past a pure imagination. Living there, you'll be free. If you truly wish to be, truly wish to be. If you want to view paradise, a look around and view it. Anything you want to do it. Want to change the weather, there's nothing to it. Breakdown on stage, having a mental breakdown on stage. Come with me, and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look, and you'll see into your imagination. We'll begin with a spin, traveling the world of my creation. What we'll see will defy explanation. Simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it. Wanna change the world? That's all I tell. Do we die? Do we die? 
our tiki desk, tiki desk, tiki desk, hanging back at the tiki desk. I'm a funny comedian, funny comedian, funny, 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 funny. for the comedy battle here we got scott filling in got some tunes leading up to the battle Struggle just to stay alive. Oh, yeah. 
tucking him in. I said, Mom, what color is God's skin? Yeah. 